When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boys in the band ordered boat milk. <laughs> That's the end of the song. It's a James Buffett song. Actually, boat Do milk. People call him James Buffett, or is it only ever Jimmy? Well, only the close friends, you know. No, I see. <laughs> His mom when she when he's in trouble. James Buffett. James. Jimothy Buffett. James, James Good Times Buffett. I was going to say James Five O'Clock Buffett. Cut over to a rock somewhere, somewhere out in the swamps, where John at Kessler blinks himself awake after having a wild dream. I think, John, you know, you find yourself alone, but I do think that Way has left you with some like artifact or souvenir that that kind of proves that your experience was real that you didn't just hallucinate everything what what is that i feel like it's it feels like it's probably i'm shooting from the hip here but it feels like a little gem a small little token like it is a drop of water but the edges of it are almost sharp they're they're tapered and I'm I'm really just like, you know, the the uh, embodiment of liquid sword, but like mm. just a something that is just like a token. Yeah, I do like that. It is like this this pool or, or drop of water. Like I'm trying to decide exactly how much I want it to be. Maybe it's like two ounces, and it kind of like hangs together no matter how you hold it like you can't divide it Mm. but almost like mercury it doesn't lay flat on any surface it's as though every surface that you could put it on is hydrophobic so it, it can't be separated it stays together and this is like kind of the core most basic thing that the liquid swords do to earn their namesake to build swords out of water itself So yeah, having this miraculous thing left with you, like you know that you really did meet Wei and the vision that you had, it was true. The lessons that you learned, they were real. And next to you, 
there is a very angry finch that has like a pile of letters uh, and is tweeting at you impatiently. Jonnet Jonnet tries to snooze the bird. He puts his hand on the, on the bird's head. <laughs> Does that do anything? I think like the bird like you put your hand on the bird's head, the bird like has to like squeeze and struggle its way out from underneath your fingers and like hop onto your arm and over to your ear and it takes a breath before tweeting directly into your ear. Oof. Angry. Uh, yeah, okay. So then we see like the edges of Jonnet's inking like vibrate up and down as and then he's like, ah, fine. What? What? And there is like a little little note that it kind of drops on you, um, on your face. And I, I think this has the handwriting of one of your companions. I, I will let you all know that we are now kind of in an interlude space. One of our one of our episodes where we just get to talk about all the things that happened to us as our characters and process a little bit. And we have a wonderful opportunity here in Dominion is that one of the things that you established is there are bathhouses. There are these cool hot tubs that are not touched by any of the curse of the water. And you can just kind of hang out in and have fun in. So that is where Travis and Gable and Oromar currently are. And this note to <laughs> Jonnet is an invitation to come join them. Who wrote it and what does it say? I, I like the idea of it being unnecessarily formal. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, it's, it's, it's written by somebody other than Oromar, but Oromar dictated Ooh. being kind of like a... Who remember Jonnet Kessler? Uh, you are to make your way to the Dominion Hot Springs post-haste for an organized soiree amongst the Captain's Council members. Uh, Jonnet reads this. And then he flips uh, the paper to the other side and he sees that there's a PS from Travis. Uh, just says, tubby time. That's about right. Real quick. I, I, so are there other pieces of paper that the bird has delivered to me that are around John or is it just this one? Yeah, the- it's, it's mostly bills. Mostly. There is definitely an overage bill of like, hey, mm-hmm. you've used up your 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 bird your minutes. texts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> reply here with. So Jonnet got the bill. Bit. Yeah, I mean, you're the last person to get a message. So it's that. It's also like kind of a timeline of the messages that were sent to you during the time that you were just out and asleep. Yeah. Okay. So Jonnet kind of picks these up and. How did we get here? There was a there was a fairy. There was a, a guy who like who shepherded Jonnet to this rock. <gasps> yeah, there was a the lift mm-hmm. driver, I forget who who took <laughs> Travis and I, I like the idea that uh Oromar might have sent the the lift out to get Jonnet. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, I feel like there's a moment where Jonnet is trying to just kind of like hazily put these in order and maybe start to read them and then there's a moment of realization where he looks up and he sees a fairy and there's a man just kind Mm -hmm. of actively keeping time because I feel like he's 
every minute he's like earning more money. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, hello. I don't mm-hmm. suppose you are uh, a Jonit Kiesler, uh, he says, like looking at smeared ink in his palm. Uh, yeah, I'm Jonit. Um, <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, been waiting at this location for quite a while to take you to your um, apparently corporate holiday destination. Uh, uh, good to meet you. I gotta ask, um, how long was I out? Oh, enough to earn me a pretty penny. (laughs) But like, time-wise? About eight hours. Eight? Okay. All right. I've been paid a lot for this role. Okay, uh, well, uh, hey, well, thank you. Um, and Jonnet kind of scrambles his stuff together, takes the, the dewdrop, and starts to, like, make his way over to the, the ferry and maybe is holding... Is it... What time of day is it? It is, I, I think, going to be, like, afternoon at this point because we said eight hours, so... yeah. You know, and they, mm-hmm. they finished their thing with uh, Rusalka in the mornings. There's probably a couple hours that they had to navigate their way, out, or maybe hour or so they had to navigate their way out of the cave and, you know, get the lift and all that. So, like, yeah, Jonnet Jonnet has been there, I guess. <sighs> Sun's probably rising at, what, like, seven? It was autumn. I don't want to figure this out. Fair. <laughs> it's the afternoon. It's the afternoon. Since I'm being you could have stopped so it after the role. <laughs> I really could have. I don't know why I continued. Uh, since, since I'm being paid so much for the gig, I did make sure to order at least myself lunch and there is some spare. Would you like a Dominion shrimp fritter? <laughs> <laughs> With that, John, it, like a uh, pep suddenly enters his step. He runs into the, he like jumps, fully clears the, the edge of the boat and like lands, bobs, and like hit me with the fritter. Fritter me. Mm. This like a uh, really rake thin looking guy, he, despite the fact that he's a boat driver, has hair kind of covering his face and you can only see like <laughs> one eye and offers this long spindly fingered hand oh. gnarled to you. And sitting in the hand is a very jolly kind of like bright golden brown paper bag emblazoned with the logo of apparently this shrimp fritter place. Yeah. Steaming hot. Delightful. Yes. They're pretty good. <laughs> oh, oh, buddy, you are a presence. <laughs> um, so, Jonnet, he takes the bag, he takes the, the letters, he thinks about them, and then he opens the bag, takes the fritter out, takes the letters, puts them into the bag, rolls the bag up, and then, like, puts it on his lap. And then, I guess, as they start to sail away, he's like, all right, so... um. Tell me about your story. (laughs) Yeah, they are. They're very much kind of like Caribbean saltfish fritters, but instead of saltfish, it's it's shrimp, and uh, it's pretty pretty fucking spicy, actually. Oh god, (laughs) you need to be awake for this journey, and you got to keep it. You know, caffeine makes you jittery, and the uh, various wildlife know when you're jittery. So this is the other way that they keep awake. I feel like on this on this ride back, Jonnet starts this conversation with every intent of like oh i'm going to i'm going to meet a, a a a new person a new friend but like a quarter of the way through it just becomes like a <sighs> so 
What made you think that, uh, you know, fairy life was the life for you? <sighs> I used to be a speedboat driver. I think yes. each bite of this fritter progresses like the sauces from hot ones. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a thousand scovilles at first, but like six bites deep, you're at like 65,000 scovilles because the spice That's extremely just hard to make. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, it's, it's so a much, layered cake. It's like a of, jawbreaker. <laughs> yes. Each shrimp is coated in a different. Uh, oh man! Sauce. So it's like a roulette fritter of yes. some kind. Mm-hmm. Like different ones, are uh. spicy at different levels, and you just happened to start at the nightmare end. Yes, they used to call me the speeding midnight. Oh. Although I do tend to be a bit more careful when I have passengers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hey, you got any milk? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are they a little too hot for you? They're pretty hot. He pulls one and just kind of like casually flips it in the air. The kind of almost like shark night style snap that this dude <laughs> makes like out of the hair. Just takes the bite in one hole. The hair effortlessly lands back in place. They're pretty good. <clears throat> the yeah. vibes here. Yeah. <laughs> And then John is John is like so it's a no on the milk and uh that's uh that's a I yeah it's a no on the water you can't drink the water this water is probably gonna no I do I do happen to have some iced tea is that gonna is that one of those things where you think it's gonna help and it doesn't actually help I feel like you know just give it to me it just it to kind me. of takes a that you see like a a, a a rustling style shrug it's lemon flavor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Jonnet takes a, sh- a swig of brisk and, uh, <laughs> and uh, continues down the down his merry way. It's twisted tea. Mm. <laughs> oh, there's no alcohol in it. It really can't be. This is a responsible this driver. This is true. <laughs> He's got to keep that five-star rating. We cut to the bathhouse, and I would like... I'm loving all this boat milk. (laughs) There's boat milk all over this place. (laughs) Liz has anticipated Uh. it. I wanted one detail each about the environment of this bathhouse. Because of all the spies, people, there's obviously boat milk everywhere. (laughs) I mean, in like straight up like Japanese like bathhouses and stuff, part of the experience is actually having bottles of milk. So that makes perfect sense. Yes. Does that, I feel like that wouldn't really hide apparently that's like a tradition wow wow dare you when you're that hot yeah i mean Mm. that's Mm. my thought too but okay okay but we said boat milk specifically so we can make that a weird thing in the world of sphere (laughs) i like the idea that there is an algae that just grows on the underside of boats that like Ex- like can be squeezed to have like this sort of milky uh, interior that tastes nice. It's just like if you know how the sausage is made, uh, it's gross. And they do call it boat milk. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> there's just plenty of boat milk. It's like milk oat here. milk, but worse. Yes. yes. <laughs> we kind of established that the like dominions of Dominion Dominion are in kind of essentially circular craters and scattered across this like and I think the like hot springs are that in miniature it's almost like smaller mini moon craters that are kind of staggered 
almost tiered. So if you're sitting in one of the upper ones, you can actually observe the view below. It's not a, it's not like a, a nude bathhouse. People tend to be wearing swimming costumes, so it's not weird to be <laughs> able to like see the space beyond. Unless you want it to be nude and it's not weird in this culture, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it could be both, but you did just give us the opportunity that everybody has to describe their bathing suit, which I uh, am a yes. fan of. I think that with the tiered structure, the higher you go, the hotter it is. Oh, yeah. So you can choose your your choose your temp, or you can like Ooh. maybe people kind of start at the lowest one and like work up to get to the you know like every whatever 15 Work minutes as high you, as they yeah. can get yeah uh-huh. mm. I, I and i like the idea that there is a cool down slide that basically i was oh. just about to <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> kind of like a yes. lazy river that like when you are just overwhelmed <laughs> with heat you get into it and it slowly brings down the temperature as you spiral That's down so good ah uh, yes all right i gotta get a new thing i uh, sorry tyler sorry <laughs> no, no 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 hey man <laughs> Great minds think of slides. Um, <laughs> great, great. Constantly. Let's see. I think I. I feel like this is maybe just something that I would want to see in a spa in general. But like, there are maybe on the outskirts of the pools of water, they have like built up beds of rock that are just slightly below the level of the water, and that's where you can get like. A massage while also still in the hot springs. Yeah. Mm. And so, but then, like, they have like a little inflatable, like, face rest that you just kind of like stick your face in so you don't drown while you're getting the crap beat out of your back. Mm. Mm. So good. I love it. I think that's a detail from everyone. So, yeah, we're in this beautiful, like, tiered hot spring, and we see. The captain's council together, I I, I think, in one of these pools. I think we can see off in other pools there are other members of the crew. We we got Nodos, who is obviously in one of those, like, one pieces with with shorts that has stripes on it, that that Mm -hmm. classic, like, 1930s men's bathing suit. Mm -hmm. And I, I think obviously hanging out with Nodos. We have Wendell who is in kind of I I, I like almost like a, a furry bikini. Mm. Like I like the idea that this is like yak hair or or some Ugh. some some large animal that like will submerge itself in water so is actually going to stand up to being in water pretty well but it makes this already very hairy man just look selectively hairier in places <laughs> delightful but yeah we, we can see like the the whole crew of the uhuru ha- has been you know paid for for a spa day for like a corporate retreat style thing and i kind of think with the captain's council, you're all in the same tier of hot spring right mm-hmm. now. So I just want to know collectively, what level of heat are you at? And what do your bathing suits look like? Well, it would have to be either Travis or uh, Jonet setting the pace because I have a feeling Gable and Ormar do not care. Well, am I still bird or am I man? It or is. Am, am I not man? I am Devo. So you don't have the body of a man yet. Until the sunset, your body is 
being used right now. Then I got no bathing suit. I'm just I'm just a bird. I'm <laughs> Bird doesn't have bathing suits. That's the one thing you gotta remember. Bird? Mm-hmm. No bathing suit. That's the one thing. I think also that because like a a raven couldn't are they configured such that they could float on water like a duck? I, f- I, I feel like know. they couldn't. So I think I'm just standing on someone's shoulder until the sun goes down. Yeah, the, 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 there is a, a decent chance of that. Like the, the thing that I really don't know, I don't know how much mixing and matching Travis can do at this point with his various animal forms, because you could build some creature that could enjoy the bath in its own way. But I don't think a raven would float on a water like a duck. How yeah. how long is it until the sun sets? It's afternoon. It's afternoon so. and in in the autumn, so probably sun is going to go down around five or six. I th- I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be on someone's shoulder, but I'm gonna do I'm gonna make sure that we are here when the sun goes down. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going as long as this in, in saunas and stuff. You have like the big wooden ladle that you can use. To yeah, water, right? And I, I, I can picture somebody kind of giving you, I guess, a bird bath, <gasps> where they're just kind of scooping. Oh, and then I, I can do the thing it where a you. bird, you know, they get wet and then they like shake off, and like that, that so cute good. bird. Yeah. Way. Who is doing this for Travis? I have to know because really, it doesn't matter what the answer is. It's delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think. Well, I mm. feel like it would be Jonnet, but Jonnet also has a lot of questions for this current. Jonnet has just arrived. Too. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Right, mm. yeah. Oh, I, I'm gonna make Gable do it. <laughs> well, Gable is decidedly not in the water because they just did a bunch of water and it went pretty poorly. So there's a little <laughs> bit of hydrophobia going on there. We already did, did water, water today. Well, the <laughs> good thing the ladle has a long handle. <laughs> So yeah, like it like actually getting, doesn't have a long handle, but like at Travis's request, they attached a stick to it, <laughs> so it does have a long handle. Well, I, I think like Gable's like pouring water on themselves, and Travis realized that if he got on their shoulder, he could get some of that too. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty unfair to me, I think. But you know. <laughs> and as far as bathing suit goes, I like the idea that. Gable is kind of like that one kid at a party that no one told or didn't read the invitation and only just found out last minute that there was a pool. So they're just, well, I'm not going to miss out on the pool activities. So they just take off their shirt and wear regular pants in the pool. Fair enough. Wear their jeans or drawers in the pool. <laughs> oh, there is, in the pool. there is definitely a sign that says no cutoffs and Gable pointedly ignored it. So I didn't wear my cutoffs. These aren't cut. These are regular pants that look small on my huge body. <laughs> These are the that's largest like pants I could afford. That's that's what I sound like, James, right? <laughs> I was doing the Simpsons guy from ah, the yes. Tales of Springfield episode. Don't don't worry yourself about it. No one in our very young audience caught that reference anyway. No, um, no indeed. But yeah, I look like a like a dirt bag. And that's it. <laughs> Drink a cold glass uh, of boat milk. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I was going to go for the Victorian style, like one piece bathing suit, but uh, that's already taken. Uh, so I think we're going to go in the entire other direction, and because I know it's going to make Sable scream a lot. Sable. And uh, let's let's go budgie smuggler. Let's just go with the let's go with the speedos. Budgie what a smuggler. fucking so we can British off. ass euphemism. Budgie <laughs> smuggler. That, I, I that was just about is to an Google. Australian euphemism. Oh, budgie smuggler. Budgie smuggler. Wait, but oh. fuck me. That is so funny. Wow, it's really the, fucking good. The first thing that comes up in a Google image search yep. of budgie smuggler is some ones that say "bloke on the butt." Yeah, we got to <laughs> all get bloke. matching bloke budgie smugglers, which is oh, a I, wild I sentence. I don't know whether we have the printing technology to manage that in Sphere. It does have embroidered in the back "juicy." Mm. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, they, I, th- I think, uh, just because I like the idea that uh, characters who have a color scheme maintain mm-hmm. that color scheme in all of the shit that they own. Mm-hmm. It is in that kind of like deep wine red <laughs> with the like a gold kind of like trim around it. Maybe, maybe brocade. Yes. Yeah. Wine red brocade budgie smugglers now available on Etsy. <laughs> And uh, he has his dreads nicely and neatly tied up in a kind of like Erica Badu style head wrap um, in a in a kind of like a African wax print fabric. So we've got that kind of like patterning going on. It's, it's very neatly tied away. The the dreads I think had to be kind of carefully <laughs> dredged of water after multiple dunkings in the the kind of like pools underneath Dominion. And he's not a fan of having to do that for like the fourth fifth time in two days. So. He's keeping them out of the way. Good, good. Yes. Jonet, what about you? You're 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 padding up to to this party. Maybe maybe a little late. Uh, maybe people are a little bit deep in the boat milk at this point. But what what's Jonet's huh. bathing suit like? I I like I'm I feel like I've never seen this, but like it's like jammers. So just like you know, like knee length jammers. But he's also got. For a little bit of like flair and decoration, they had like just a like some free hanging fringe that is just like a waist strap. And so, it, like as he's like scurrying over to the rest of the group, there's like a little bit of flowingness. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a, a the the jammers are black and the 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 fringe is. It's like also black, but then there's like gold tips. So it's just like. Mm. You know, it's just like, hey, hey, guys, what's up? Wow, this is this this is nice. Mm. <laughs> Oromar not in the water because uh, yeah, I think he had a, a bit of a thought about whether trying to steam his formaldehyde preserved body would be a bad idea or not. That's... So he's kind of sitting in one of the lounge chairs, having not drinking boat milk, but drinking a, a combination of uh, uh, rum and water before, and then addresses you vocally. It's good to see you. <coughs> oh God, I fucked that up. And I don't have water. <laughs> it's good to see you, Jonet Kessler. Just this this beefy, beefy old man, tits out, scars across the entire thing. Big, like I, I think we established that he has a tattoo over where his heart is. That is like a human heart with like a spiked barbed wire broken in three places around it that he got after he kind of left the red feathers. Just lounging. 
I want Jonnet to throw the captain a high five, but I don't know how it's going to be received. But he's going to throw up his hand and is like, hey, you relaxing? Thwomp. Doof. Like it. <laughs> Jonnet flies back into the pool. <laughs> Gable runs up and like gets Jonnet at the pool and like starts looking at his eyes because the last time we heard from Jonnet, he said he was going to put something in his eyes. And so we're just. Oh, I- yeah. What what were you talking about? Which eye is it? Are you okay? Do do we need to go to an eye washing station? Oh yeah, hey hey Gable. Which one? I'm gonna blow um, it. And so ooh, at 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 which one, John? It I think the most casual that he's ever done it to date opens his third eye and is like this one. Oh, it's totally fine. I think I. I had a day. I had a. I had a. I. I slept, but I didn't sleep. I had a vision, and I. And I met someone from the Liquid Swords, and I. And I. I put a thing in my eye, and then I went to sleep, and then I. I tripped, but it was. A, it wasn't a single trip. It was with. It was under supervision. It was a, a Gable. Gable. I, no, I've, there was an adult there. Every word you say is a worse thing for you to be doing to yourself. As a solo no, person. No, 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 no. With a I stranger. Just, I, I had to go inside of my mind and myself to better understand my mind and myself. And here's the thing. Gable, I'm worthy. And he holds up the, the dew drop and, and just kind of like, I feel like it does maybe one of those things where you're able to like touch the edge of it and the ripples will like ripple out yeah. from one end and you can see it wrap around to the other and then... It just kind of like goes back and forth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Gable looks around like at Jonnet holding up, like satisfied, like nothing's hurt. It just slowly puts him down and like, all right, <laughs> just done and goes back to pouring water over themselves. <laughs> uh, at you mentioning that you're worthy, even though Orimar is not wearing sunglasses, you get a kind of like peer over the sunglasses kind of look <laughs> at you being like, of, of the liquid swords. At, at re, at read it and, well, you don't have to weep, but look at this. Look at this thing. I wouldn't be able to weep even if I wanted to. These tear ducts don't work anymore. Okay, that's fair. Well, actually, Captain, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm just very, a little curious. Uh, we're, we're seeing, we're a lot of, we're around a lot of, like, hot steam right now. And how is your skin holding up? Uh, like, I feel like, the 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 dead skin might peel or yeah um there is a <laughs> uh, he's like D- don't worry i have uh um oh actually that's great um yeah yeah, yeah. um i have uh, managed to work a way of uh, making sure that the excess moisture is being handled and uh the captain winks, and a pressurized jet of water comes out of the tear duct and just kind of like splashes <laughs> to one side. Okay, it's taking if- a lot of effort to capture the moisture and keep up with it, but it seems to be working so far. Can we just say that at that wink and at that jet, like it just so happened that a bird was flying by, and then it just oh, got absolutely hit the bird. The yeah, feathers, just a poop of feathers. <laughs> I feel like that means also that the captain is just constantly pissing, just yeah, like I, yeah, pumping yeah. water out anywhere water can get pumped out. 
The funny thing to me about this is like Dref was obviously mostly preserving Ormar's body through necromancy, just like preventing mm-hmm. it from breaking down or whatnot. But Ormar is like settled on like, well, necromancy takes effort. I have to like pull that energy from myself or Travis. So instead, I'll figure out biological solutions to this. And yeah. they are just tear blasted right now. <laughs> tear, mm-hmm. You know. Tear blasted is my favorite Doritos flavor. Shut up. <laughs> tear blasted. <laughs> the wettest Doritos. Oh, uh, tear blasted <laughs> sadness chips. Yeah, it, it feels like a Mountain Dew flavor mm, for salty yeah. gamers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, heroes, it's James, your game master, and welcome to the mid-roll. To be honest, I don't know if this is a generic mid-roll. I am still very busy taking care of baby, but we've got some new announcements for you. First up, Tyler Davis, our very own Jonnet Kessler, wrote, directed, and edited a short film called Lining. And it's going to be viewable on the Roku app as part of their new filmmaker series. For those who don't know or couldn't guess, Tyler Davis is extremely fantastically talented. He's been doing a lot of film and television projects while the show has been broadcasting, but this one is more his own than almost any of the others that have been available. I'd like everybody who can to go out and support Tyler, watch his film, tell people about it, uh, rate it, review it, whatever you have to do to make sure that it gets the love and appreciation that we all know that Tyler deserves. Next up, on June 14th, which is actually my birthday, my newest book will be available everywhere books are sold. That is the Ultimate RPG Character Backstory Guide Expanded Genres Edition. This is an all-new book in the Ultimate RPG series that is a direct sequel to my first book. It's a guide full of exercises, prompts, and mini-games to help you expand your character's backstory and get the most out of your game sessions. It's longer than any book I've written before. It's informed by my experience writing all my books in the past. And I am so excited to bring it to everyone. If you'd like to pick yourself up a copy, head to bit.ly slash RPG Backstory 2, where you can find a link to all of the online retailers selling it. You can also pick it up at any major brick-and-mortar bookstore or likely your favorite indie brick-and-mortar bookstore or friendly local game store. For any independent shop, be sure to call ahead and have them special order it if they don't happen to have it available. You can make a huge difference by supporting local business, and it all helps me. Finally, if you can't afford a book right now, that's okay. Just head out to your local library and put in a request for it. And if you happen to have a little bit of extra scratch, it's not bad to donate books to your local library either. Once again, that is bit.ly slash RPG Backstory 2. And remember, once it launches, please head out and give it a five-star review on whatever book reviewing service you have access to. Those ratings and reviews really help people find the book, and they help my publisher know that people still like reading my books. We are approaching the end of this arc, which means we got bottle episodes coming up. And after our last bottle episode, 
Uh, there's going to be a short break, I, I think just one week. And during that break, I'm going to have the ARC debrief, uh, you know, that bit of audio where I kind of talk about the inspiration and uh, things that we did for this ARC right before I put up the Patreon content that was our world building for it and all that. Uh, so if you have questions about events in this ARC, uh, things that you're curious about, uh, you know, what have you, please send them to campaign at oneshotpodcast.com. Uh, I will be reading a few questions as part of that little ARC debrief, and uh, you can have your question answered on air. Uh, be sure to mention if you would or would not like your name shouted out uh, when those questions are read. And also mention if you happen to be a one-shot patron, your message will get priority. And that is for any level of patronage. Speaking of Patreon, Campaign Skyjacks, and the whole one-shot network is supported entirely through Patreon. Uh, we would not be able to make this show without your support. <laughs> For the last couple months, we have been skating by at below our, our normal nominal levels, but we can pinch our budget a tiny bit to keep things going week to week. But I would love to see us go back above the $8,500 a month line so that we can keep bringing you the show every week. That money pays for our editor, all of the musicians and performers that contribute to this wonderful project, and they help make it the great artistic endeavor that I think it is. So if you feel like supporting that, please head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and sign up to support us. Even a small amount can make a huge difference. Now then, with all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. Did you think that was cool, John Kessler? <laughs> With I think he does actually like finger quote on cool. <laughs> uh, that was kind of awesome. I yes, got... sorry, I, I got distracted with the bit. Um, <laughs> I think we have much to discuss about this. I want to hear about your sojourn into this learning experience. Well, uh, teacher, it doesn't way. have to be now, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. 100% I it was a lot and well I you know I got to see my own my own life and my own past and I got to see teacher ways and 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 the mariner came back oh, and I don't know if pardon well here's the thing I, I mean I don't know if it was if it was real or just in the vision but he came back but it's okay we pushed him off, and I felt more in connection and, and more at peace with, you know, who I am and, you know, what could be. It's wild. I spoke in verse. It was it was so much. It was so much. And, and also there weren't things there, and I don't... I still don't know what to feel about it, but I... I some of my memories weren't really there, but... I don't know. The end result is I got this and I got a little clarity and that's so cool. And what did y'all do? I didn't read your letters. Wow. It's fine. It's not fine. We spent a lot on overages. I spent a lot on overages. Yes, you did. And thank you so much for picking that up for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I just feel like I'm clear. I'm the youngest person in the captain's council and you have the with an equal Did you get a receipt, share. Jonet Kessler. 
Did I get a receipt? Yes, but I lost it immediately. Well, you gotta save the receipt. That's the problem. You gotta save the I know them that. I'm working on it, but it's not. I'm not there yet. I keep losing them. And did you tip I the Lyft driver? I was going to make sure that you were recompensated for work expenses, but I'm going to need the receipt. No, okay, but just take my word for it. I spent 40 bits. Do you think that Bathroom Barry is going to take take my word for it and when he does the accounts? Certainly not going to do that. Okay, fine. Well, now I have to go back to the bird courier service to get a new receipt, and I don't know how long that's going to take. Well, and also it's another... 10 bits to print out a second receipt because they have to go back into the system. Yeah, oh yeah, I've done this before. Jesus. Wait, can I expense that? Buddy, you want me to just open this book here where I record all our transactions and read to you what what, what you owed us? That's gonna toss 10 bits, for sure. (laughs) You're running a racket. You're running a racket. (laughs) And if I was gonna stay in Dominion for more than the, 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 the four more hours that I think we're gonna be here, I would, I would, you don't even know. You don't even know. You don't know. I can see the future. I can't believe you would convince, you would, you would accuse me, Verizon T Boost, of running a racket. Wow. Why don't, why don't you have a French accent? Where, how did you get here? Are you criminally? All right, that's criminal crimes. Can this person be ex Red Feather? Like they learned accounting from <laughs> yeah, the very best yeah, slash sure. the very worst. <laughs> the thing is, they say that you're just paying for their training and their purchase of the materials, and that's kind of where the premium comes from to pay that back. The, the investment that they made in their business, and you know what? I sometimes they do get me, and then I realize, wait, no, no, I'm paying for a good mm. service, but. They always get me, and I I always want to end the transaction because I'm too I, I feel too uncomfortable. I'll pay you. We'll bucks. we'll handle it before we leave. Fine. <laughs> what did y'all do? Well, Travis. Hmm. Uh, this whole time, Travis has been sitting on the edge of a cup of boat milk, uh, drinking it like a drinking, you know, like a drinking bird, yes. like dippy like bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But with antlers so he keeps on falling over a little bit too far like like max <laughs> from the grinch when he when before the grinch saws off part yeah. of the antler i guess john it clocks travis and oh you want to fight what no, no what what you wh- oh no. oh notices not you yeah <laughs> <laughs> took me a second thank you very much silly silly billy yeah but we do um, have fun though we do have fun. And through it all, we managed to have fun. <laughs> In Man. spite of it all. <laughs> and so, John, it's just kind of, he gets very close to Travis. He kind of like gestures at the antlers. <laughs> he's already like gotten very close. He's drawn attention to it, but he's trying not to be like disrespectful. But it's like, hey, Travis. Um, yeah. Hmm? What's up, bud? Oh, no, not much. Just enjoying some boat milk. Hate to say it, love to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, get, I, I gotta, I gotta get, get me some of that. Um, you, uh, you feeling all right? I feel, I feeling. I'll be honest with you, never better. Oh, okay. Uh, does this have anything to do with the um, antlers on your head? What about the antlers? What's up with the antlers? They're my antlers. I've always had antlers. 
Have you though? Not all. Yes, I've always had. I've literally since the day you met me, I've always had antlers. That's patently untrue and quite <laughs> John it, John it like squints a little bit more then looks up to the left as he like flashes through a series of memories of Travis like no I, I think no. an, an, an inflate like you, a whistle sounds in the air and an inflatable rubber ball bounces off of Travis's head and I know that this is breaking some of the illusion of the world because obviously we can't know that Travis is a changeling but just go with this this both does and does not happen bounces off of Travis's head and a lifeguard shouts no gaslighting <laughs> <laughs> it's a beach ball that hits him on the antlers and goes <laughs> <laughs> okay Fine. I didn't always have antlers, but ever since I've been a changeling, I've had antlers. So, awesome. you definitely posture like a buck with antlers. <laughs> <laughs> here's the, here's something. You know what? You know what? You always hear when when something when something good happens when when you find out something cool. They always say, "Don't let it go to your head." Jonathan, I will tell you right now. Let it go to your head. Let it go to your head. It feels great. You will feel great. Nothing bad will happen. Let it go to your head. And you, too, might grow a pair of antlers. (laughs) Okay, but are you going to tell me what happened? Yes, I will. Right after I take another sip of this great boat milk. Boys John, it the snatches the oat milk. <laughs> <Boat> milk. <laughs> the, the whistle sounds again. Another ball bounces at you. No gilding the lily! Okay, here's the thing. I don't even know what that means. Who is this guy? Get him out of here. He is ruining my spa experience. Jonathan. <laughs> and then we pan over to the, the lifeguard who has who is actively just blowing up more balloons and throwing them. <laughs> he's he's on the middle tier, but he's somehow able to throw to the hoppest and the lowest yeah. tier. The yeah. Accuracy. Used to be a volleyball player. That, Kill a serve. Very powerful. <laughs> I imagine that they're just, it's just dodgeballs that he's like chucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doink, doink. <laughs> okay, Jonathan. Well, you know how there are all these crazy little gods running around in spear, sort of controlling everything. You know, you've got your forest queens, you've got your. Rusalkas, you've got your like your children, your butchers. Yeah, whatever you want to call them. Or should I say whatever you want to call us? Because come to find out uh, the the darndest thing. <laughs> I'm I'm not just a changeling. I'm and and if you if you could John it for the for this part of the story. Imagine I'm a man and I'm shuffling my cards. And and I'm you know I'm shuffling them shuffling them shuffling and then I say to you do you, do you want me to wait until you transform back for for a dramatic effect or do you, does it have to happen now? Well, I like the idea that you have your your pile of luminaries next to you, and you're like t- saying like imagine I'm shuffling imagining I'm shuffling and you're like pulling beak, your cards with your beak them around yeah, and <laughs> you, you do you do pull out a card and, and reveal it to Jonet as as you say, I'm the. The rake. <laughs> well, and what he pulls out is the rules to Illimat. <laughs> uh, you want to try that one again, bud? No, John I do not. Turns the card around. Oh, <laughs> you sure? I'm positive. Puts the card in his face. Because as the changeling, I am able to write my own rules. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you found out 
Did you become the changeling, or have you always been the changeling? Apparently, this whole time, you've been in the presence of greatness, which I know you knew. We all had a hunch, but... <laughs> okay, everybody here is pretty great. We all have... Uh, like, look, every... We're angels, dead people, prophets, and Bathroom you. Barry's like, I'm pretty accomplished. I'm very <laughs> impressive. Don't sell yourself short, Barry. You're the best of all of us. <laughs> one day we'll sing songs about you i can't wait for the uh 45 minute like the the whole b-side of the next skyjacks album is the ballad of bathroom barry god we could never Hello. afford to produce that <laughs> never <laughs> that musical will never be heard that stretch oh, goal when we hit six hundred thousand dollars we'll begin to approach to be able to do one track <laughs> off of that beautiful beautiful album mm. Yeah, Oromar is, while, like, the bragging continues, Oromar is getting increasingly kind of irritated that, of all people, of all people <laughs> within the crew, Travis managed to become a luminary. You hate to see it. Well, he did, and he only gained the idea today. <laughs> <laughs> As, like, another volleyball from the lifeguard <laughs> shoots over and the captain winks and just shoots out the air. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jonathan. I haven't even told you the best part. Why? We're going to kill the Forest Queen. Uh, wh- what? We did not agree to any of that. We, there's no we about it. Well, you know, I, I just assumed, you know. Mm, I've got my own business. Well, sure, we've Travis all... Travis Massagam. Oh, yeah, yes. Say we did assist in your latest venture. I was about to call it con, but (laughs) maybe we'll see how that goes. (laughs) How does that help the Uhuru? That's the only question. I'll tell tell you exactly how. Mm -hmm. I killed a forest queen I get I get out of this whole this whole you know whatever I've got going on with her. I get to just be the changeling which means you get me out of your hair. God, I do finally get to murder him, which is very appealing. <laughs> well, no, not in that way. You hey, we we made an agreement. You go then I go. So if I got to go, I got to kill you, right? Well, or I could so, Actually, now I'm on board. I'm on board because then that gives me the go-ahead to get my business done, which is killing you so I can die. Right? <laughs> well, we don't... Look, we don't have We to. have them two together. We have our pinkies tied together. I know. I know. I'm just saying I didn't mean all the way out of your hair. You know? <laughs> the moment she goes down, it's a ticking time bomb between the two of us. Whenever I feel like I want to go, you're coming with me. <laughs> this death pact is threatening to leave the Uhuru distressingly short-staffed. And It'll be curious, fine. internally, Travis, the, the question that I have, you, you keep saying these words, kill the forest queen. How do you imagine that going down? There is absolutely no way that he has thought about this even a little bit. Great, great. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. It's just, mm. you, you know... Yada yada yada. We killed the forest queen. 
Mm -hmm. and then I kill you, and then I get to die. So, so wait, okay, I'm hearing what you're tweeting, but what, what is it, what is this about? The, the, the antlers. Oh, I just, I took the changeling power of uh, another changeling. I gave him my body to use for the rest of the day, and then I get to turn into a little lizard and a little deer sometimes. What? Uh, you know, just t- normal luminary stuff. G- catch up, Jonnet, please. <laughs> So wait, so right now there's right now your body is out where in Dominion in the spring? Oh yeah, well right now probably you know, drowning in a river. But yeah. What? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well he 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 you know, he met up with the Rusalka and you know how she can be. And um <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably drowning in a river. And naked. You here's the, here's the biggest, quite literally the biggest thing you missed is I was no. You got to see the whole thing, baby. And no, I won't get too specific or graphic, but I know there are some people who will. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's been illustrated before. Probably. I think has come up. I and here's and here's the thing. As much as I could, it's a, no, no. I mean, like in in canon, I think oh. draft is a oh yeah. That's true. It's a, mm-hmm. And Jonnet has the, Jonnet can't unremember that I, I believe was part of that role. Y'all, there's another package that's getting delivered. I'll be super right back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all talking about a package anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a boat milk is technically a boat drink. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I I imagine it as like kind of a sweet rum chata. I mean, situation. it's I, I, yeah. In my head, it's blue or green milk from. The Star Wars I, land. I oh, right. I was going to say, I do think like the person who serves the boat milk, like the boat milk bartender is, uh, you know, scruffy Luke Skywalker looking motherfucker mm. who there's a wall of algae behind him. And he oh, just, he just like, gives it a it. massive yeah. squeeze. He's moisture farming. Ah. <laughs> ah. It's all part all of, it comes around through. all full circle. If you pay attention to the clues, it's all the same thing. It's, it it's rhymes. Lore, it's, like it's like poetry. <laughs> That's right. It's like poetry. <laughs> Speaking of poetry. Ah, uh, yes. We're still talking about my, <laughs> my hog. <laughs> the word of God happened in the scene, and Oromar heard that to go and pivot back to talking about travel away. Um, John Kessler, did you say previously that you were speaking in verse? Yeah. Um, Tight. (laughs) 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 That, (laughs) that's the best quote from Oromar Vale (laughs) yet. (laughs) Nathan Blades, the person... Unreal excited to listen to all of that. <laughs> Delightful. Good God. And so, uh, y- y- yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, it just kind of happened. I-, I feel like um, having Teacher Way there, because she, she, they opened the, I guess the, I don't know, the door to just like the the, the, the weight of words and and I don't know something about being connected with them in in the pocket space that we were in. It just flowed. It was amazing. I I still kind of don't know how to describe it, but it worked. We pushed the mariner back. 
Hmm. Fascinating. What is your experience with with verse and and things like that? Uh, well, unfortunately, most of it was uh, various uh, stanzas and poems and rhymes from uh, you know the the Bandari people. A lot of the the knowledge is passed down verbally. Not much of it in structured stanza, but. There is rhythm to many things. Unfortunately, these days, rhythm is something relatively difficult to come by for me. But still, maybe one day I could be blessed with seeing such a scintillating performance from you. Well, you are the captain. I kind of have to do what you say. I think that generally gets a uh, a furrowed brow from Oromar. Yes, I suppose that's true. Although, I don't know. When it comes to art, I kind of feel that it's something that is a, a spontaneous whim rather than ordered from on high. I know how people from on high request art. <laughs> it can be, well, sometimes it's not about the art at all. But I do suppose when it comes to having to follow my commands, that is something we're going to have to talk about. You too, Gable, by the way. Uh pardon they've got like a hot towel on their face just peeking out excuse me <laughs> i've already had a conversation with um travis matago about orders to balance the scales but i have not had a conversation with either of you about it yet so don't let that weigh too heavy on your minds for now i feel that uh, the uhuru should be able to enjoy what hours of sunlight we have left before Travis Matago changes back into a man and makes things difficult. But it is a conversation we shall have to pick up later. Okay. He dances around it, but I think just for, you know, cards on the table, he's kind of talking about a period of time, the period of time where you were in control of him and his body Mm. and uh, following orders. Mm. And he wants to have that conversation with you, but he doesn't want to do it right now. Jonnet then turns to Gable. Are you still the same as before? or I've absorbed an immense amount of information and had many experiences, but materially my circumstances have not changed. So if it's okay with you, I'm just going to wrap it up there. Maybe I'll talk about it later, but... All we're we're the same. Everything's the same. I'm cool. Everything's great. And they put the rag back in their face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess with that, like John, it's just uh, well, I guess uh, with that, with the high five, he got he already got thrown into the the pool anyway. John, it's going to flag like an attendant at the spa and maybe ask for a hot towel, and he's gonna dip it and then put it on his head and let it wash over him chill out yeah we move the camera around to see the various members of the Uhuru crew just kind of like soaking up the experience of the rare joy of being able to play in and enjoy the water There is something elemental about this experience, something that is so deeply human that that reveals one of the the harsh cruelties of this world. This 
sort of play is something that comes naturally to everyone. You see people laughing and splashing. You see people relaxing and floating. You see people having such a wonderful time of this thing that normally they can only fear. And even the souls among you who are the bravest, the the toughest of the group, you've got Gable sitting on the side because so recently they were touched by water in the harshest ways it can touch a person. But there is this breath, this respite between all of the difficult things that you have done and all of the difficult things that still lie ahead. We see Jonnet Kessler lying back with this hot towel, floating in the water, allowing himself to become weightless, separated from all of the pressures that normally press on him. And sitting on his chest above his heart is this droplet entrusted with him by Teacher Wei. And his heartbeat moves and pulses throughout this droplet to the same meter of the parting words that Wei carved around Jonnet, the poem of the Liquid Swords Monastery, the poem that will guide him to the place that people keep telling him he needs to be, and the stop that separates him from there, at least for now, is Acheron, which exists somewhere on the horizon. Once again, to the long line of prospective applicants for positions on the Skyship Uhuru, we see one of these colorful characters leave the line and approach the audition table with headshots and resumes. Nathan, could you please tell us about this character? Mm, uh, This character, uh, a a lady, a teenager, maybe in the 13 to 15 range with long ebony black hair and purple streaks with red tips. That met, that reaches her mid back, and she has icy blue eyes like limpid tears. She's kind of puts the the resume that she offers is mostly just a kind of montage of pictures of her that have been kind of like scanned and photocopied multiple times. Um, so some of the <laughs> early ones look a bit distorted as she kind of places them upon your desk, along with a, a big stack of papers behind it. But the front page is just all. Oh. Glamour shots of her. Hey. Well, hello. Uh, you should hey, hire so me to be first your question. ship or whatever. Uh, yeah, you appear to be in uh, the, the younger range here, a teenager. Uh, yeah. So I guess, you know, we, we have had girls apply to the ship before. I just, my first question, I guess, would be, are you like other girls? Oh, well, I'm not like other girls. I'm, a, I'm an old soul. 
you know. I, okay, that's a big surprise right there. That's a big surprise, and that's a lot of points in your column. She flicks I'm... her hair. It happens in slow motion. <laughs> Everything else in the room is at normal speed. <laughs> I have a guess here, but I'm going to let you say your name. What is your name? I am Ralph Fellowbottom. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it so much. Oh my um, god! Hey Ralph. Yeah. Hey, Ra- yeah. Uh, Ralph. Um. Just yeah. to, you. Uh. You introduced yourself and auditioned. Uh. Forty-five minutes ago, you didn't make the yeah. cut. I, we showed you the yeah. door, and you keep yeah, coming yeah. back in. Yeah. I, I just. You know what? I, I, part of me really wants to. Part of me really wants to just understand where I went wrong exactly. <laughs> but also, I just feel like we're family now. So I, okay. you know, I'm just glad to be here. If you Look, want to do an really... informational interview, we can certainly do that at a, at a later time. But yeah, right. no problem, no rush. I got nowhere to go. Yeah, that's apparent. <laughs> uh, anyway, about me or whatever, uh, you wanted to know what my incredibly cool name is. Well, it's Ebony Darkness Dementia Ravenway. I know it. Oh my god, I that's amazing. It. Yeah. Oh, well, even if you are hiring baby. nerds, this one at least knows what a good name is. Now, Gabriel, you, you I, seem familiar I, I with this person. I feel so stressed out right now <laughs> for dark and ancient reasons. Most people are stressed out when they meet a vampire like me. Something oh, that I, I love. Something that I, I truly treasure about being friends with you, Gable, is that I learned something so new and shocking about you <laughs> that is at the same time so obvious and makes so much sense. No, of course almost, it does. Almost daily. Of course, of course. Listen, we've all been to a my space, right? That place where we all go to like 10 years yes. ago. And- it was one of my top eight places to be. Yeah, my friend Tom used to hang out there all the time. Fantastic. So we all know, but <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes you find yourself in spaces within the MySpace that just, just blow blow the mind, but insert themselves in the mind like a bug that will mm-hmm. never leave, mm-hmm. but will never do anything for you. It's always just living there off of your mind. And this is one such thing. I'm sorry, young lady. But please, please continue. You've just yeah. Something in my heart is not correct. It's it's fine. Uh, there's a little bit broken in all of us. You'd understand if you read my fan fiction. Uh, oh, God. But, the troubling oh. thing for for me with this uh-huh. is it makes the the knowledge so much of the arcane dark knowledge I have makes you're also into any- arcane dark knowledge. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, in addition to being a vampire, I'm also a witch. I forgot all these things. Which is oh, why so I wanted to join your to crew, by the way. Relationships. Because this sort of thing will come up, and then the person you're in a relationship with will just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then you have to take like 45 minutes to explain something that ultimately doesn't matter. Because and they're just... right. They're correct. <laughs> I know, I know. The, I know. The thing that shocks me, I think, the most about all of this is that I don't know what everyone <laughs> is talking about, but Liz and Johnny seem to. I mean, Gable and Travis seem to. That's because you're, like, old or whatever. You're not cool right. and I, young and goth I, like we are, apparently. <laughs> 
I think yeah. the one big question that we all really want to know is what do you think you can bring to the ship? What do you think you can help us out with? Thank now you. there's a question. Yeah. Thank you, Spit. Uh, well, I figured. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I figured. I heard that uh, everybody on this crew was like dead or whatever. So I figured Only it would be inside. cool for exactly this short nerd gets it dead inside like me. Ebony, Darkness, Dementia, Ravenway. Ebony, Darkness, Dementia, Ravenway. Gesundheit. Um, but I, I figured that um, since you are all dead and cool and in the sky or whatever, you'd need a vampire to like fly around in the night and then bite mm-hmm. all the people that are like preps trying to send you to Red Feather Jail. You know. Yes, I I forgot what what the main thrust of was mainly getting back at at the preppies and yeah, all yeah, of the, the jocks and such. <laughs> we, we see we see Preps a contingent of of like fit people on on the crew like on the deck of the ship. They're dressed in in pastel golf shirts and khaki shorts. Uh, and they've all got <laughs> golf visors on, and they they just appear to be staring at uh, Ebony, uh, Darkness, Dementia, Ravenway, just like just staring. I would say. Mm. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Ebony, yeah, a- I forgot where you went to school. Can you tell everyone where, where yeah, you went to school? I'm over here. I'm over here like I'm I'm I've got some birds feeding me information and I'm like, I I I'm more confused than when I started this Google. Uh-huh. Um yeah, uh-huh. well, I I went to the finest school for cool witch vampires called um Hogwarts or whatever. <laughs> just But oh. to be real, I suppose that um, uh, this version of Hogwarts wasn't written by a transphobe, so it's better or whatever. Um, uh, by the way, that's interesting. That's interesting. Mm. This is that this is. <laughs> we've done the bar it. is low. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sorry. Was there a follow up question to that statement? No, no. I, I just wanted. Here's the, the thing. For me, it's a yes. For sure, hands down. <laughs> no further questions. Cool. And looking looking down the row at everyone sitting at this table, I'll I'll pass it to the person beside me, my my friend, my immortal Gable. <laughs> Please, uh, are you a yes or a no? As long as you, we can loop in all of your many friends, such as Satan. Brittany, <laughs> do we Snap. do we have do do vampires exist in this universe? I think we we've we've in? done it. Yes, I think we have not established because here's the thing. Here's the thing that I want you all to think about. Mm-hmm. If vampires are a thing, Dracula is going to show up. We've done yeah. Dracula. Okay, we've so done, we've we've a, a suggestion Dracula. as an as an a Hulu interview, sure, but he'll just show up in the main thing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna. I, I don't. I don't want to scare anybody, but um, I did hear tale of not only a Dracula, if you will, but some kind of weird fusion of a Dracula Hercules mix, and it was just terrifying. I mean, just like the strength of Hercules and the rest oh, of surely, Dracula. Oh surely, you, surely you must be referring to Hercula. Yep. 
Uh-huh. It uh-huh. Was, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it yeah. was her. Uh-huh. Some people call it Hercula or Draculis, or I mean, it just Ooh, it Draculis. goes by many names depending on you know Draculis. exactly who you're talking to. Uh, oh my god, I didn't realize that you also read the Broca's fan fiction. He's my favorite writer. <laughs> I've been meaning to get his autograph for a long time. He um, really pioneered inventing vampires for the space, and I figured that was so cool I could become one or whatever. We we zoom out of of the interview. The screen starts to swirl, and we end up in the broker's office, decorated with with many skulls and and candles. And we see the broker with a pen in in their hand, with a quill in their hand, over a paper that 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 shows the dialogue that they have just finished writing. The camera moves up to the broker, who looks directly into the camera and says, "Ain't I a stinker?" <laughs> and there we go. We did Absolutely not. Uh, with a beautiful bow <laughs> on it. Campaign Skyjacks is a one shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter over at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role-playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the OneShot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com. You can find more great gaming shows over at OneShotPodcast.com. Like OneShot. Take it from me, heroes. The most fun way to learn about new games is to listen to them get played. Every week on OneShot, I, your host, James D'Amato, bring you actual play recordings with a talented cast of improvisers, game designers, and other notable nerds. Each month features a new group trying a new system, exploring a wide variety of genres. The stories are self-contained, so you can jump in anywhere. And it's a great way to find new games. Discover the magic of RPGs with OneShot on your favorite podcast app. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler A. Dave. He also co-stars and consults on Showtime's Work in Progress. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Travis Matigo was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs or on his podcasts, Bill Buds and Dilettante Ball. Captain Oromar Vale was played by Nathan Blades, who can be found on Twitter at Phantom Arts ENT. You can also find them streaming on twitch.tv slash the Neoncaster. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, one shot. The original music featured in this podcast was written, composed, and performed by Arnie Parrott. 
You can find him on Twitter over at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. You can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony or on his podcast, Neo Scum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The World of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and Illimat, produced by Together Studios. This show uses a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system designed by Sam Stewart and a team of talented professionals who were fired by the private equity firm owning Fantasy Flight Games. To the strangers who've ever been kind And once for our friends ne'er rise Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind Who know we can never deny The call of the sky